Behind home plate, we bringing it to him all day. All day. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Birdland. Win or lose, we bringing it to you always. Always. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Orange or black, we rebuild the pack. No matter where we at, you know we coming back. Section 336, we on this, so tune in. Tune in. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Birdland. You know what's up? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, Next Generation Baltimore Sports Talk. I, as always, am your daily sitting host, Matt Soroka. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Soroka. That, that, that button's been there forever, and I don't think we've ever used it. Um. I wasn't prepared to do this episode today. As far as a, the season's over, we lost. Uh, we went to the playoffs and just embarrassed ourselves. Whoa. Okay. I mean, we'll get into it. But, I mean, today was an ugly loss and a really bad way to end the season. Yeah. Sad, a sad way to end the season. After a season that's got so many positives, it was a tough way to end it yeah i mean i yeah i hate even doing this podcast i don't like to talk after we lose a regular season game let alone right game it's i i mean we'll see how this goes but it's um no i'm I'm feeling i'm feeling a combination of uh physically sick maybe from the White Castle burgers I got at Sam's Club for for a game time snack. I might have to do with that, but also just the performance I just watched, and then also sad and also annoyed and frustrated that I feel like, you know, on national television in the playoffs, uh, just we didn't play as well as I thought we could play, and it's it's frustrating. It's it is it's very frustrating. Um... And it is when we, when you and I talked yesterday and it was like, we had a long day of traveling back and all this and had to get to the airport at like five in the morning. Thanks to your flight. I said, you know what? It'll be good because we just lost two games in a row. We'll win the third one. We'll bounce back and we can have this positive conversation about how we got game four and we're going to fight through this. And then to not even fight today was tough, tough to watch really hard game just to watch on TV. I can't imagine being there. Yeah, I mean, when we went on Saturday, I thought we would win the entire time yes. until Gunnar Henderson was thrown out in the ninth. Right, that's that's where I lost faith. Oh, and then man. going into Sunday's game, I was 100% sure, throwing out Grace Rodriguez, I was 100% sure we'd win that game yep. until the Grand Slam in the third. <laughs> right, right. And then... Even then, I thought, okay, we're going to fight back. Yeah. And then, and we did fight back. And then in tonight's game, um, I thought I was 100% sure we were going to win. Yeah. We had that whole uh, sweepless streak. We never lose to the same team three times. We have Dean Kramer. There's all the, you know, all the stuff Dean and his family are going through. Maybe there's some inspiration there. Right. And you just you just felt like we can't. This team's too good to lose again. And yeah. Texas is not good enough. And then I thought for sure we'd win this game until uh, that Garcia, whatever 
hit that three run homer. Uh, right. Because one run, no problem. I, it was like, right, the one run, okay, no problem. We, we knew we were going to have to score runs today. Three runs, I still felt like, okay, we're in this. We can get this. Um, but it's our, our offense came to a complete stop. And I feel like we've seen this over and over again this season. I wasn't even too worried about the pitching today. I mean, that was a bunch of innings, a bunch of runs given up. But even I knew short leash, just keep us in the game. Um, Wells looks good tonight. DL Halls looks Wells and DL Hall have both looked good through the postseason when they've pulled in. But uh, it's too little, too late by the time they got in there. Yeah, I mean, I guess we can get into it. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do any of this, really. But I mean, we can talk about what went wrong, and there's plenty of blame to throw around, right? You can blame the starting pitching. I think it's very fair to blame the starting pitching. We didn't have a guy go five innings. Right. Our playoffs. No. He wasn't he wasn't nearly as good as he's no. been all season. No, Grayson Kramer, both of them playoff performances and they can't get out of the second. Right. And then I mean, you mentioned before we could blame the offense, right? Because the offense didn't perform. We could throw some names out there. Cedric um, Mullins, what's he? Two for fifty or something now? Two for forty eight. But maybe forty five. Okay, I, I don't know what the specific no, no, numbers are, but I mean, just as a whole, our offense t- t- didn't get it done. Yeah, we can blame uh, people. You can blame the roster construction, right? Oh, why is um, Baker on this team and the, the roster construction of it all? I mean, bad bad luck to lose Beans. I would have much rather seen Beans on the hill today. Right. Yeah. You you can blame bad luck with losing Batista and losing Means. So you can just right. say, oh. We just got a little unfortunate. You can say, oh, we just ran into a super hot team. The Rangers are a streaky team, and they're just freaking hot, and they're hitting well, everything, and, and you just ran into a hot team. You can say that's too. It's not even that they're streaky. They've scored the most runs in the American League this year. Oh, yeah, yeah, good baseball team. Yeah. And then they got their, their pitching. It doesn't matter if their bullpen's bad when their pitching can throw eight innings. Right. Um, their starter. No, remember we wanted Evaldi. That's the, the one guy won in the offseason, so it was fun to watch him shut down the Orioles right. and kick him out of playoffs. So one guy won in the Orioles. Yeah, exactly, and think about what that could look like if we had him. Yeah, and you can also say that like this is just baseball, right? I mean, um, I saw yesterday the Diamondbacks go up 2-0 to the Dodgers, and no one right. would say that the Diamondbacks are a better oh. team than the Dodgers, but this is baseball and stuff happens. Uh, how, about, how about the five days rest? Doesn't seem to be oh, working yeah. out and, so well. I mean, the rest that they're they're cold. Uh, they need yep. they need to play every day in baseball. Yeah, right. Um, it's it's been. Uh, you can take your pick. You can you can take take your pick because so many things went wrong. And so yeah, we can talk about it all off season how we could have done this different. Uh, but the reality is, we, we we just got we got beat and we got beat pretty darn soundly. Yeah. So, there's plenty of blame to go around. No, and the Rangers, the, the way the Rangers played against us, if they play that way and the ALCS, they're going to the World Series. They're scoring more runs. A lot of these games are low-scoring games. They're scoring a lot more. So yeah, yeah, I mean, they're, they're a very good team. They, they blew through the Rays and yeah. blew through us. Yeah, and I think the Astros and Rangers will be a, a good series. Two, two good teams. It's going to be interesting to watch. Here, here's what what I what I, I don't want to hear. Here's what I don't want to talk about. I, I don't want to, and I don't like to go like I haven't been on Twitter, and because I hate going on Twitter after losses, and 
and I'm sure the first thing people are tweeting out is after they're mad, they're saying, what about next year? Here's what I don't want to well, hear. About. I don't want to even have this conversation right now, today. There's four things that I want to talk about. One is okay. I don't want to talk about this idea that we'll be there next year. Well, you know, listen, we're going to we're gonna play office in the next 10 years, guys. We're, we're going to be in there the next 10 years. So no. this is just year one. We have we have a good core of guys, but nothing's guaranteed. Nothing's guaranteed. Padres have a good core of guys. Right. The, the, the Mets have a good roster. I, who knows? And any of our key players could get hurt in the offseason. They yeah. mess everything up. Um, there's no – we play in a really good division um, that We've, spent money and are going to reload, and there's no guarantee that we win the division or that we – Make the right. There's no guarantee. So don't no guarantee, that. but we have hope. There's things to be hopeful for that we learned this season. What, what I also don't want to hear, and I know we're going to talk about it, and that's fine, we do. I just It annoys me. The fact that we just say, you know, let's just pat ourselves on the back. We had a great season. We won 100 games. We won the division. A lot of good stuff here. And 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 maybe tomorrow I can talk about that and, and acknowledge that. But right, right. now, this is a, a failure. The goal of the sport is to win it all, and we just went in the playoffs and got our butts kicked in the playoffs in the in the first round for us. Yeah, uh, the playoffs got our butts kicked. So I don't care that we won 100 games today. I don't care that we won the division today. I might care about that later, but right now I just we just got our butts kicked. No, those are all good things. And what about the fact that we're ahead of schedule? Yeah, uh, I don't hear we that either. Supposed to be there. Yeah, that's stupid. We're, we're still on liftoff. Yeah, it's stupid. Right. Um, what, what I also don't want to hear is this playoff loss is on and put one person in there. Because I Brandon just went Hyde. through like seven things. Is Brandon – well, that's what I was going to yeah, ask. I don't hear because Brandon Hyde, how he used his bullpen. I he see Pop Radish too early. Shut I, up. I see a lot of hate on Brandon Hyde and putting all of this on Brandon Hyde. But from what I could tell, Brandon Hyde didn't walk anyone. Yeah, and this is not a Ubaldo Jimenez Zach Britton situation. Like, no, no, he I, used his best guys. That's I. I saw that comparison with putting Kramer out there today. And sorry, this wasn't a Brandon Hyde putting Kramer out there and ignoring all the stuff in Israel. Him and Kramer talked, and Kramer wanted to pitch. Yeah. So you can't say, "Oh, well, Kramer was distracted with all of that." No. Well, then, then Dean Kramer was distracted for the past month before any of that happened because he hasn't been good for a little while. We looked at the stats. That's why we said we wanted Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Gibson in there. Yes, we were requesting him. opposed to him. That's what we said. But but, but even that, I, I mean, if, if Kyle but, Gibson starts this game, we, we still don't win it, Josh. Right, but forget so, it. This game shouldn't have mattered because Kyle Brad, we had Kyle Bradish and Grayson Rodriguez, our best pitchers, pitching. And there's no question in who should have pitched game one and two. It was obvious it had to be those two. And the fact that we couldn't win one of those, let alone both of those should have been wins in Baltimore and come here and be fine. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we Cobb Radish went up against their, I don't know what it was, four, five, six, seven start starter. Right. It wasn't their top guy. No. Um, we were we had to rely today on our fourth or fifth starter to try to save the season. Right, against their top guy. Right. Because if you put Bradish and Grayson and John Means as one, two, and three. Then there's a toss-up between Kramer and Gibson for four and five. Uh, so it's yeah, it's a it's a tough situation to be in. And and so I don't want to hear that this playoff loss is on one single person. No, no. Um, um, and I also and this is and this I guess my last thing I don't want to hear 
and this what you just mentioned it, so maybe it, it falls under the playoff losses on. I don't want to hear all the second guessing of managerial decisions. You can second guess like a a but, five four loss in the twelfth inning or something. You can right. second guess the heck out of managerial decisions. Right. You really can't second guess. <laughs> oh, and, and no one. Uh, you can't second guess managerial right. decisions on that. Well, Matt, if Kerstead would have hit. He would have hit a grand slam every at bat. Yeah, and if Mateo would have started today because he was so hot last game, right. he, he right. would have hit a grand slam every exactly. Yeah. Um, you can't do that. No, you don't ever see anyone second guess plays that work. You don't see anyone saying on Sunday, "Oh, Mateo shouldn't have started." This game's on hide for Mateo starting. You only second yeah, guess yeah. stuff that doesn't work. It's oh ridiculous. man, the, the people who were calling for Flaherty to pitch in Game Two instead of Baker were the same people saying Flaherty shouldn't make the playoff roster. Right? Like right. it's it's so easy to to look at something that doesn't work and second guess it. And listen, I don't think Brian Baker should have been the playoff roster. I would right. have taken Fuji or Cole Irvin or Josh Sroka over. Uh, Brian Baker, a- a- any of those three guys, I would have taken over Brian Baker. So I don't think he should be on the team. But, but, but again, I I don't think we lost the playoffs because Brian Baker was on the roster. And if he was on the roster, I don't think Brandon Hyde should ever use them. But again, I don't think that's why we lost this playoff series. Okay. Uh, um, there's some talk in the chat room while our show's going on. Complaining okay. about how it seemed like this series, Adley was not calling pitches, that Chris Holt was calling pitches from the dugout instead of letting Adley call it as they did all year. Okay, that I don't seems, know the intricacies of the, of the pitch calling. And I don't know either, but I feel like if that's what was going on, like I don't think pitch calling was the problem here because well, every, every big home run you looked and the guy missed his spot. Yeah, I mean, the only one that comes immediately to mind is, and John Smoltz is talking about this broadcast, I think it was when the base were loaded, and he threw a curveball. But it came in. And then he came after the curveball. Smoltz was like, you got to speed up his bat now with the fastball, and he threw a changeup right. following up the curveball, and he smacked it for a double. That's the one that comes immediately to mind as far as, like, well, why would you back up a curveball with a, a changeup? Um, but... But 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 yeah, I mean, I, I don't know the intricacies of this. You would, yeah, I don't know. I, if Adley's calling all the pitches in the regular season, yeah, I guess it would make sense to him call it in the in the. But in the I also, playoffs. but but again, in I'm sure Chris Holt called pitches in the regular season in big moments. I would assume, um, he he studied the Rangers lineup more. Yeah, but yeah, if you want to be annoyed by that, I could see that. And I'm okay with you being annoyed by that. Um, again, plenty of plenty of blame and annoyance to to pass around here. Um, and it's it's frustrating because too, because listen, we when we were hyping up the playoffs, we were like, what people are sleeping on is that Kyle Bradish was one of the best pitchers in baseball all year. That Grace Rodriguez, when he came back from AAA, was one of the best pitchers in baseball all year. And so this weakness, everyone said we had certain pitching. We're like, you guys don't know. You guys don't know. We know. We know. But you guys don't know that this this weakness is actually a strength of ours because Kyle Bradish and Grant Rodriguez are actually really good. Um, oh, and John Means is back, and he's really good too since coming back. And so it turned out what we thought, you know, here in Baltimore was kind of a secret strength 
Uh, and what the national media was saying was a, a weakness. What well, turns out they were right and we were wrong because in this small series, um, our starting pitching stuck, just like everyone said it did. So that's unfortunate. Yeah, I mean it's just it's 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 frustrating because it wasn't supposed to end this way. And even if we fought through this game, it would have been better. And yeah, I was yeah. like, you know, like if we lost yeah. like just close games in a five game series, we would have came out and been like, all right, well, we need a little bit of pitching, we can get over it. We need had some bad luck. All right, we can get over this. Let's celebrate the great year. Because I wanna I wanna look back at this season and I will. Once I get over this frustration of these three games for the success, 101 wins, winning the AL East, that's a lot of fun. This entire season was fun. It was a fun time to uh, wear the black and orange. It was a fun time to with Birdland Sports this season and see all those shirts go out and fun to wear around Florida and people talk to me about the Orioles. So um, all that was fun. No, so, I, I yeah, I don't I don't disagree with you. That was fun. And and we and we won a hundred games, we won a division. But the reason we won a hundred games and we won a division is because we're a really good baseball team. And we did not show that at all at Texas. And I wonder, like, let's throw it back and let's redo it. Let, let's just erase the past four days, whatever it was, and re, and redo it all. And let's start from scratch. Who, who's won that series? And I still think it's the Orioles. And so I just think it's frustrating because we didn't show up when we really needed to. And, and again, I think, I'm sure people are going to blame, oh, youth, we have too many young players. Um, and, and I guess you, I guess maybe there's some truth in it. But, I mean, Dodgers have a lot of veteran players, and, 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 and they struggled. Um, Tampa Bay has had a lot of players who go through this. Um, and and they struggled. So, and and the goal is to win the World Series, and you got to make the playoffs because you got yourself a chance. And it feels like, man, this is a team we looked at the most wins in the American League. This team has legitimate chance to go to the World Series. And we were, I was mocking all the fan graphs for disrespecting the Orioles, and I was taking offense to it. And well, maybe they were, maybe they knew something that I don't know. I mean, John Smoltz was saying something like, analytics are really good at building a 100-win team, but that doesn't do you a lot in the playoffs. And I don't know if there's some truth there that we just built a really good regular season team that's not built for the playoffs. But I don't even know if our team was built around analytics. I think we improved around analytics. And I think uh, Hyde loves his left-right splits, which can kind of go with analytics. But I don't. I won't. Don't really see this as a team built around analytics. It's a team built against young rookies. It's young kids. Yeah, and and if I think about what we did well in the regular season, um, first of all, you know, starting pitching's there. But offensively, um, we were we hit really well with running the scoring position. Yeah, which we didn't do this series well. Yeah, I don't know, but I'll have to see the numbers. It seems like we didn't even get. Runners like tonight was there just a few times we even had a runner in scoring I, position. I believe we were like four for sixteen oh, with runners in scoring position for the series. I believe yeah. I saw that on TV tonight. Um, I think we stole a bunch of bases in the regular season. Uh, did we? I think we had what, just one steal. Was was Gunner the only even stolen base attempt? Um, and that was a, a weak attempt. 
Um, there might have been another like, uh, yeah, there might have been another one, but not yeah, not really. We weren't aggressive. No, that, no, that Gunnar Henderson attempt, that miscommunication, was yeah. it? And really, what's that? A hit and run on a three-two pitch? It's not really being super aggressive. It's yeah. kind of a, the right spot for a hit and run. And listen, in their defense, it's hard to be aggressive when you're down seven runs, right? Because who, yes. <laughs> you're not stealing second when you're down six, right? Because No, you had no opportunity. Yeah, so you're more aggressive in closer games. So when you're leading, um, you're not aggressive when you're really behind. Um, you, you mentioned a couple of times the lack of fight, and I, I hate that because in my mind, I associate that with lack of effort. It's not a lack of effort issue. No. But I, I know what you're saying. Like It's no. just the games weren't close. No, this team... They still had the fight in them. You saw them all into it. They never looked like they were not trying, that they had given up. But I meant by lack of fight, I mean like it, there was no back and forth. I think for half an inning yes, on Sunday, we had the lead. And I think that was it for the entire series. Right. There was no back and forth. And we're, what we're used to with this team is the comeback kids. We're used to we fall behind, we come back. Yeah, but we fall one or two runs behind. <laughs> exactly. Ten runs well, behind. And we saw that on Sunday. We were get a three-run home run in the ninth, and that's great, except we were down by six by that point. Yeah. That's really great if you don't have the grand slam in the third. Right, exactly. You don't have that it's grand a, slam. It's a game-winning home run. And it's a game-winning home run, and, yeah, it's, a, and it's typical Orioles magic. Yeah. There was no magic in this offseason. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, it was a bad playoffs. It was just a bad, bad showing. And props to the Rangers. They played extremely well. If you look at that lineup, you're like, man, that lineup could score some runs. Avaldi can pitch. Avaldi could always pitch. I, I had no doubt he was going to pitch well tonight. But, man, that lineup can can really put up runs and really can hit. Corey Seager is an absolute monster. Um, so props to the Rangers. Uh, but, yeah, what, what a just disappointing showing for the Orioles. I don't know what to say about it. I'm, I, I, it is. No, it, it is. is. It's, it's, it's sad. It's depressing. It's, it's, it's frustrating because we expected so much more. Um, yeah. And, and is it, we're going to talk in the coming weeks and we can get there about the youth on this team. And well, maybe this, yeah. this is a necessary step in, in, in this team's growth. And, and Jackson Holiday is coming and Kobe Mayo is coming. And, other guys right. are coming. But right. But you're also right. It's time to shut down the the extreme, the hot takes. The, the we got to fire Brandon Hyde. No. He's still manager of the year. He'll get manager of the year. Like this doesn't mean fire Brandon Hyde. This doesn't mean move on from Cedric Mullins because he struggled at the plate. Um yeah, this doesn't mean these extremes. You can't This doesn't mean Grace Rodriguez is not part of this rotation next year. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, the the question of the off seasons when the off season comes, it's going to be like how far away from it. Like it just it it felt. You just watched this three or three games. If you asked me prior to, and we talked about this prior to this playoff series, I was like, you know, this team really needs nothing. It's just bring them back next year. Give Gunner an extension. Give Adley an extension in the offseason. Then bring everybody back and, let, and let's run it back because we have all the pieces in place and we'll be getting some more young talent. Yep. 
But now after watching this playoff series, just one series, Josh, accuse me of hot takes. But after one series, I'm like, well, maybe we need another uh, 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 another big bat in the middle of the lineup. Maybe we need another starter. Maybe we need another bullpen. So all of a sudden, prior three games ago, I said this team is set for next year, as is. Now after three games, here's my hot take. I think they need another hitter, another starter, and another bullpen arm, minimum. Hitter, so, starter, so that's, bullpen arm. Hitter, starter, that, and, and maybe that's me overreacting because I just witnessed that. I, but that's how I'm feeling after watching this. Through, I through think through. that's how – I think I think it's funny. You're saying a hitter, a batter, a bullpen arm. That's because what you're trying to say is that at every level we failed in these playoffs. Starting pitcher failed, bullpen failed, and bats failed. Yep, all of them. Defense was okay. Our defense behind the I, – I don't remember any major errors. I think Mateo flubbed the ball. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I, I, but, I, I think yeah, Mateo did flub a ball on Sunday. Yeah. Um, um, I don't really remember other ones. Yeah, I remember some good outfield play from Austin Hayes and Cedric Mullins. I think I really think the five days off mess with this team. I think that's part of it. I also think this team. Um, I don't know. Uh, they, they didn't. They struggled at the end of the season. And almost gave Tampa the division and struggled. And I think the only thing that worked for us is that Tampa struggled even more. So yeah. I think I think it's a long season. I think the fact that we won 101 games is pretty amazing. I think going into next season, getting Tyler Wells back in your rotation is a big thing. I think seeing Grayson Rodriguez, Tyler Wells take those next steps will be huge for the rotation. Um I'm interested to see what they do with D.L. Hall. Is he a permanent bullpen arm? Or is it the plan to get him back into this rotation? Um, Gibson's here again next year, right? Isn't that a two-year deal? I thought it was a one-year deal. But maybe, it was, maybe, so, maybe it was a one. But you're right. A veteran arm would be helpful. There was no... We talked at the end of the season about a stopper and needing a stopper. And is Grayson Rodriguez our stopper? Or Kyle Bradish, our stopper. Well, none of them showed up when we needed them here. So there's definitely some pitching things to work with. And I hate being critical because we won 101 games and we won the AL East. And we've done something that we haven't done in 10, 12 years, whatever it's been. But it sure was frustrating week of Orioles baseball. Yeah, I mean, how much do you overreact over three games? And I, I don't know. I don't know how much you overreact over three games. Is this an indication of us as a as, – the way we're constructed, that's not good enough for the playoffs? Or do you put more stock in the fact that we were better than the Rangers in the regular season? We were better than everybody else in the American League in the regular season, right? Do you put more stock in that? Um, and, and then you look at the end of the season, you mentioned struggling at the end. Um, part, part of that related to injuries, right? Like it hurt, like Felix Baptista kind of took the wind out of our sails a little bit and we're a little hopeful, hopefully he might come back and it turns out he, he couldn't come back and now he's actually uh, just, what, yesterday had... I guess successful Tommy John surgery, so his road to recovery um, has started, and and then you had other like like kind of you, you traded for Flaherty and that kind of imploded on you. Like you thought, I think when Elias traded for Flaherty, he was hoping Flaherty would be one of these guys starting a playoff game. I think that was the hope that Flaherty could be that third or fourth starter for you. That didn't work out as, as at all. Um, 
we also had to trade for, for Fujinami, which obviously was an up and down thing, but he wasn't good enough to to make the roster. So you're like, oh, that 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 that's gonna work right. out in the second half of the season either. So so there were like some legitimate things that kind of got in the way the second half of the year. Um that some some I guess some cracks in the armor, if you will, yeah. the second half of the year. Yeah. And Billy Joel. Of course we gotta blame Billy Joel. Oh man, the, the uh, traffic if, mess. You've never well, I've never seen anything like it. You've never seen anything like it. Uh, if it was a night game, we would have won. One o'clock game, we just we don't play well on day games. Yeah, I don't know if that's a real stat. I'm just trying to come up with more excuses for this team. I, you know what I feel like? I feel like the people who try to give excuses for why they don't go to Oriole games, and they're like, "Oh, violence, murders, uh, the weather, traffic, traffic." That's what people Tampa Bay said. Yeah. While, while we're flying across multiple states, my man Scotty Spliffin in the comments, flying from Sacramento to go to games. He's not complaining about traffic. About traffic. So, yeah. And listen, Oral fans showed up, by the way. Um, oh, yeah. Great crowd. The, yeah. Let's talk about a little bit of positives. The home games were fun for the crowd. The crowd was into it, especially that first game being delayed with the rain. By the time they got to the introductions, like people were in their seats, it was packed and it was just. Everyone was hyped up. It was, it was loud. It was yeah. It was the the O for Joan Jett was loud. Uh, yeah. The the cheering for each introduction. They were cheering on the players as they ran out for warm ups and stretches. So it was loud. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, the only every all the almost all the fans were into it. I think. I mean, how many people were there? Forty six thousand, and I think yes. forty five thousand nine hundred ninety nine were into it, standing on every pitch. Except the yeah. lady in front of me was not into it. She was the one out of the forty six thousand who didn't yeah. want to stand. Right, she was Tell- irritated. Other people were standing around her, but right. everybody else super into the game, pumped about it. So yeah, it was yeah. A good crowd. Yeah, she wanted the uh, usher to tell people to sit down. Yeah, we so. listen. I don't blame her. She was not expecting. Doesn't know about playoff playoff baseball. No, and that's it's one of the reasons I I, I didn't take my son is because he's small and people be standing all the time, and I knew he wouldn't be able to see him. He get upset. Like people don't know how playoff baseball works. So I had, don't play it very often and no one yes. knows. I had that thought multiple times attending both game one and game two, watching other people, my uh, that you don't know how playoff baseball works. Yeah. You've you, never been you, around you this. Playoff baseball, yeah. 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 You don't I mean that's fine because we haven't been there very often, so it's no, not their fault. No. So maybe this was a uh introduction to playoff baseball for the Oriole fan as well. Yeah. If you don't want to stand during a game, maybe just watch from home. <laughs> we're uh but it's it no this season was fun uh, the getting into the playoffs was fun i don't like the five days off i think there's been well, they've only done it for two years now and i think the the i think people i think mlb play, teams are going to push back against it and say hey we won the division and then we then we come in um rested and not not on fire where the wild card team comes in like Bats blazing, all warmed up, ready to go. So I think maybe they, I think maybe they go back to a one-game wild card in the future or something to, in order to try to avoid those five days off. That's not zero chance. I know the problem is TV revenue, money. It's all money. Did you never do? No sport has it's ever done money. less of anything. You're right. right. It's all about money. Always more games. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, maybe, and I mean, it's, it's. I think it is a disadvantage for the the the, the hitters. It is a, yeah. an advantage for the pitchers because it's definitely an advantage for the. We pitchers. can line up a rotation. Texas was not able to line up the rotation. Maybe they. Uh, right. Maybe they reseed or something. 
to, yeah. to try to to try to balance out the division winners. It was interesting. Um, Texas chose to start two lefties in Camden Yards. Yeah, not even their best pitchers. Well, Montgomery's good, but the other guy. I think my opinion is it had almost all to do with the fact that they're left-handed and throw with their left hand. Right. Because of the wall. Yeah, because the wall. So if you throw a lefty, Hyde's going to throw out his righty lineup, which means when they hit home runs, they're trying to hit over that great big wall. And so I'm, and, and you know what, in the regular season, it doesn't really impact it. You don't line up pitchers like that, but in the play, I'm, I'm curious. I don't know. What is our record at home against left-handed starting pitchers? Is that a stat that's easily e- easily looked up and accessible? I think, yeah, I think it is. All right, well, someone, some nerd out there, some coconut out there, tell me how, what was our record at home against left-handed starters? Um, because I think that that might be a a little bit of a weak spot for us. And um, and by the way, we only have the one. One left-handed starter? I mean, before John Means, was it just Cole Irvin was our only left-handed starter when, when he started? So we very right-handed heavy um, start rotation for us, which means other teams could line up their lefties to hit it over, to hit it on the, onto, onto Utah Street. So All right. I've got, the, I've got some splits. Okay. There's no way, Josh. You, you are not adept enough. To know how baseball reference works to figure out that stat as quickly. I have zero faith that whatever you're going to say is going to be relevant to what I was saying, but go ahead and share your stats anyway. All right. Let's see. Versus. Here we go. All right. This is. mm. At home versus left handed starters. All right. Let's see. At home. I just wanted you to account for these two factors. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm, The funny thing is. All right. Let's see. I've got the stats versus left, I've got the stats at home. I'm trying to find the stats of the two combined. But you need to combine them. Huh? Yes. No, but I've got the stats. But I found this interesting, left versus right. Yeah, fine. Versus lefts, we have 53 home runs this season. Versus right-handed pitchers, 133 home runs. I don't know if that's interesting or not, Josh. It probably is. Because you want to know if it's at home because of the wall? Yeah, or like how many innings pitched, right? Because it's presumably they're they're more righties in baseball than lefties. So telling me that they hit more against righties, well, maybe they just oh, yeah. maybe they played a lot more. more righties. Okay, that's not. I mean, it's probably true that they hit less home runs per average off lefties than righties, but that's that doesn't tell me that. All right. Well, I will. Um... No, you don't even look it up, Josh. No. I, I'll the tell Orioles to look it up for me because you can't find that. The Baltimore Orioles hit 236 against left-handed pitchers at home this season. They had 62 games at home where they, where they faced a left-handed pitcher, whether it was a starter or uh, or a reliever. Okay. At home, they have 19 home runs versus a lefty. Uh, and uh, and seven hundred fifty-seven at bats versus a lefty. Well, eight hundred fifty-nine plate appearances, and nineteen home runs, and nineteen home runs. That's abysmal. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to know what it is versus righties at home? Uh, it's a lot more than nineteen. 
Let's see. Uh, we batted 255 at home against righties. That's 20 points higher. We had uh, 2,000 plate appearances, 2,052 plate appearances, and we hit 67 home runs. Yeah. I'll do the math here. So it sounds like we had four it's times not... at bats against righties. Now this is math getting really complicated. Wait, maybe the wall hurts us more than it helps us. Yeah. I'm just saying, if – okay – so we have constructed our lineups clearly to be left-handed heavy, right? Yeah. Gunner, lefty. Kerstat, lefty. Um, O'Hearn, lefty. Like we got a lot of lefties right. we can throw at them. We're all ready for our lefties. Yeah. But what do we do when they throw a left-handed pitcher? Um, <laughs> all of a sudden we're in trouble. All of a sudden we Urias is playing. We got yep. Urias out there. We got Mateo out there. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Like I. We might need to do something about that. Yeah. And on the reverse side, like I said, we only have John Means, our only left-handed starter. And Cole right. Irvin, I don't, know, I don't know if he counts, but um, we lack but, uh, a start in pitching. So maybe something to look into. Yeah. But um, are you impressed I was able to pull those stats? Yeah, I don't know how reliable those stats are. <laughs> but, get, ask me for something else. No, I'm not. We're not I'm not doing I, I got all the splits here. Whatever okay. you want. Okay. You do some, like, maybe show prep for next week, and you and you – Pull out some interesting nuggets to share from all your I don't, research. I don't know. It's his website, StatMuse. Okay. And you just type it in, and it brings you – you type in. I typed Orioles batting average against righties this season at home, and it brought up all the stats. Oh, that, well, that's pretty easy. Yeah, exactly. It, um, it was way easier than I expected to pull it up. Yeah. It's probably some, like, chat GPT type thing or something. I don't know. Also, can I say I've gotten a couple of text messages and like Facebook Messenger too with people. Yeah. Um, about the orders lost. Listen, I'm not responding to any text oh. messages. Don't right. text me when they lose. Oh. I, I probably won't even respond when they win, to be honest. But when they lose, don't text me about it. I, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to do this podcast right now. I certainly don't want to go on my phone and text people saying, "Oh, you know, I don't even know what to say." Okay. <laughs> when you text me about them losing, I don't know how to respond to that. And I'm annoyed that you said it, and I'm not responding ever. All right, so I, I gotta share. I'll share. You want to see a text about the Orioles losing? That uh, pisses me off. Okay. I uh, I had, I had softball tonight. Game at seven o'clock. Game at nine o'clock. So I went ahead and said, "Hey guys, I'll play at the seven, but then I gotta go watch this game. Play off baseball. Uh, I can't stay for the nine. So I went and played the seven. I watched the first inning, driving home, and I get this text just as we're starting the podcast. All right, here's the deal. Some of y'all got kids. Cool. We all love baseball. Agreed. But if you're going to leave early to go watch a ball game when you can watch it on your phone, it's stupid, Josh. Was that sent to the whole group? Sent to the whole group. group Love that. And then a screenshot of the Orioles box score. Ooh. And then if you can't hold on to your commitments, then let us know so we don't have to keep wondering who's going to show up. We shouldn't have to beg people to play. If you don't like being called out, then you should have thought about your decision. If you don't like what I had to say, cry me a river. You're a grown man. Oh, my gosh. I love it when a whiny baby calls someone else yep. <laughs> a baby and say, grow up. I responded. Ooh, I said, not even sure whose number this is, uh, but whoever's calling me out for not playing that nine because of the Oriole game clearly doesn't know me. Maybe I'll just focus on Little League. And I got peace fingers back. So yeah. I might have just quit my softball team. 
yeah, over well, some stupid guy. Yeah, and yeah. I don't even know whose number. I don't even know who it is on the softball team because I don't. I play with a bunch of guys I don't know that well, and I don't have his phone number in there. Yeah, he's probably twenty two, two, two years old. Um, a fan of the Florida Gators or something. He doesn't understand sports commitments and yes. fandom, and clearly um, doesn't understand that. Not only did I have to watch the game, we got to talk about it after this. And there's no way I can focus on that game. What he should have texted me is, hey, Josh, congratulations on that home run. Probably the longest ball you ever hit in your life during that seven o'clock game. That's what he should have hit sent because I had a great hit in the first game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I want to let that make you quit because he's just one jerk. And I know. <laughs> he's a random jerk. I know. And on every team, there's random jerks. And I'm sure the other eight guys are more understanding that random jerk. Um, yeah, so that, it's just an example of like just a stupid yeah. text to get. Yeah, you. Yeah, I would. I would have taken that off the group, and I would have sent a nice little private chat to him, um, asking for his name and address, maybe what a, what a little dweeb that dude is. Right. Um, but yeah, that's annoying. So yeah, that's annoying. More annoying than. Like I just got like the tough loss text. <laughs> no, and that, you know, I like, understand that. Losses, and that tough loss irritated me. I can't imagine that. that no, was. I believe the only text we sent during the game today was I sent unbelievable, and then you or dad responded with sad. I mean, the guy, like, the fact that this guy thinks his softball, stupid fall softball game on some random night is more important than a playoff game for a team you've been following your entire life who hasn't won a playoff game in so many years. It's so insane to me that I think this guy should be not playing sports. Like I think whoever texted that should not be playing sports. Honestly, it's such a horrendous text message to send. And just the more I think about it, the more, the more insane I think that is to send someone, especially because you're playing another sport. People should appreciate like, sports <laughs> when you're playing a sport like their fanaticism and understand the difference between a, a rec league softball team and actual real professional sports. And a, right and a playoff game that like sorry it's a lot of people i know a lot of people don't understand it but the orioles is like family to us and he's one of those guys that get mad get when it. a player takes off someday in june because their wife's having a baby <laughs> right and he gets mad at that the guy for taking off Get your priorities straight, dude. Right. You got a he's game probably, here. He's probably mad because I missed last week because I had to coach a little league game. Yeah. But guess what? I'm playing, I'm a 43 year old man playing softball. Everything else in my life's a priority before softball. Yeah. Just how it goes. Yeah. I think that's a normal position to take. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't know. I'm 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 annoyed you shared that mess with me. Uh, I know I I see uh, Scotty in the chat is also texting that he's angry about this text. (laughs) Yeah, it's making me. Can I I show you? uh, Can I here? I'll take you. Let me share a good story then. Get get let's let's end with this. All right, let's talk little league. All right, because I told you we had a they we had a tough loss while you and I were up in in Maryland. The Little League um, Orioles, and yeah. yeah, sure. And you and I had a great time up in Maryland going to the games. It was well it was worth great trip. Dad. Yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot of fun with playoff good baseball. Seats. Three eighty-eight, row one. Surprisingly good seats. Yeah. I am shocked how much fun three eighty-eight is. Well, row, row, row one. I don't know. If row, one, row, row, one, yes, row one. Row one. No, row one. Yeah. It'd be even more amazing if people understood it's playoff baseball and you don't get up out of your seat every two seconds. Oh, uh, that bothers me zero. I was or, actually annoyed. Or, 
How about that? Because all you got to do, you get this extra room in row one. You just got to move your knees to a little angle, very little effort, and they can get by. I don't understand what the deal is. It was it was twice an inning. You just move the knee and back and move twice the knee. It's irritating. It's irritating. It's almost as irritating as having a whole row to myself on an unfilled airplane, and then a couple decides they want to sit next to me. So then I have the only middle seat with an occupant mm. on my plane ride home. But there was, I, there was the aisle seat was open next to me. I was able to scoot over, but that's a very stressful situation because I was like middle of the flight got in there and then you just watch everybody come in. Please no one sit in the seat next to me. Please no one. Yep. Like every person is stressing me out. No, they're going to do it. And they, and then they didn't. And I was able to move over to right. the aisle, had a space in between. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, all right. Little league. So come back. I fly, come back Monday. I got a little league game Monday night. So I take a little nap before the little league game. I'm not sure if you got a nap in Monday as well, no, but it was no, a long, I, I had a job. No, I, I, it was a long day Monday. So I got a little nap in before little league. So, uh, because I started working at the airport and worked all through that. But, um, anyway, I get up, make my lineup. I head on over to the game and I decide, all right, we're playing this team that beat us pretty good like slaughter roll us in the first game of the season. So I decide to put in some guys that don't pitch that often and let them kind of get their workout in, not going to win. And we get into this where I get to where we're down. We're, we're down by four runs. You can only score five an inning, right. but we're down four. It's the very last inning. And I'm like, all right, well, let, letting this guy kid pitch, he gets, he gets two outs. And then a guy gets on, and then he steals second, and then he steals third, because that's what happens in this little league. Like, yeah. if he gets past the catcher. So I make the call. I go out there. I'm on the sideline pacing, and I, 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 I it sucks to pull a 10-year-old out. I but haven't you have done very it. few chances to actually win a game. So you I haven't, no, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't pulled a 10-year-old out in, uh, in any games. Okay. Because you're all about having fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it's and we're down by five at this point. Sorry, the guy scored. Another guy got the third. We're down by five. So I go out and I give him the hook. Never done it before. And I call in this. I call this other kid in and I say, just get me one strikeout. Just get this guy out. You, I said, you see that guy on third? If he scores, the game's over. We lose. We don't even have a chance to come back. I then go up to my catcher and I say, you see that guy on third? If he scores the game over, it's over. We have no chance. Yeah. Like we just Tackle go home. Whatever it takes. Don't I said, you're going to get him out. Yeah. So I pulled the pitcher in. He strikes out the next guy. Nice. Gets us all off the field. We come up. I have a little huddle with my team. I tell them, guys, we're down by five. It's a last inning. It's bottom of the ninth. Like this is our only chance. Be patient up there at the plate. Let's get, let's see what happens. And uh, we get on, we get some walks. We, uh, we score two runs. We got he ends up walking two two guys in. Now we have the bases loaded with uh, Owen up, nice. and Owen hit Owen hits a shot to right field, clears the bases. Awesome. We hit the five run limit and we walk off tie. We tied the game. It yeah. ended right there. But I was I was excited that it was my first time actually making managerial decisions and not just like coaching kids. Yeah, and managing the call for the tie, and it got us the tie. So it was yeah. exciting. An yeah. exciting ending. And kind of exciting managerial moment. Something that I did this week and that Brandon Hyde was not able to do all weekend. So, Michael Elias, if you're listening, maybe and you, if you're going to fire Brandon Hyde like the, the fans are clamoring for, 
I think right. you might have just found your replacement. I will say it's hard to pull 10-year-olds. I did give this kid the hook, but I wanted to do it the inning before to a kid, and I wanted to do it the inning before to another kid. And if I would have done that, maybe we would have won instead of tied. But yeah. I was just glad I at least did it. Because it's 10-year-olds. You want to keep giving them chances. If you can't pull a 10-year-old, you got no chance at pulling Max Scherzer out of the game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Max Scherzer's going to pitch in the LCS, isn't he? Yeah, he is. I mean, I think Texas is only going to be better. That's going to yeah, be interesting. I think so, too. Uh, My money would be on Texas right now for World Series. Yeah. I think they're, they're really hot. Yeah, they're going to be tough to beat. Though Houston is kind of built for the playoffs, and they're going to be tough to beat, too. I think it's going to be yeah. yep. interesting playoffs. But And for us, uh, we can enjoy it stress-free now. Just enjoy some good old baseball without it stressing about yeah. it. Yeah, well, we can – Look at Ravens football because that's not disappointing. Oh, yeah. Well, it's going to go one of the worst. And you throw Maryland Terrapin football in the United States. It was just one of the worst, just most disastrous weekend in Baltimore sports history. This has to be up there as far as just for a weekend, this past weekend, one of the worst ever sports weekends for Baltimore. It was. It was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, all right, yeah. let's get out of here. That was tough. Yeah. Um, maybe next Anything week. Else we'll... for the good of the group? Huh? Anything else for the good of the group? I was just going to say, just now that it's off season, maybe next week we'll look at our bold predictions. We'll uh, get some more guests on the show and try to look forward and try to have some good perspective looking back and then get excited for next year. Because after all, we, how many years, pretty much all of Section 336, we've asked for meaningful games in September. And we made it to October this year. So yeah, October tenth, good run. Yeah, not a bad run. Yeah, I hope we can make it to November soon. But October's better than July. Yeah, and now we can you know pay attention to see if an actual lease is signed. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So. Or, oh, we haven't even gotten into that. Yeah. Oh. Um, I mean, it's going to be, I mean, you, hey. I, I know Berlin's excited. For me, it's like, I'm interested in what's going to happen with the, the ownership with Angelos and with, are we going to sign a lease? Are we going to sign any players? Um, are we going to extend any players? I mean, I, All right. is this Maybe a one-hit wonder or are we building something special here? I think this uh, offseason will, will tell us some stuff. Let me see if Connolly's available. Let's get him to, to talk about John Angelos. Oh, yeah, help I'll drop some facts. Let's see if he can open the books for us. Yeah, yeah. He won't hold back with his opinions on him. Yep. But yeah, all right. Yeah, we'll be here. We'll we'll come back. We'll be here next next week. We'll be here every week yeah. in the off season. We, yeah, we, we never go anywhere. In the off season. So yep. we'll do a little bit of Raven suck in there too. Depending on how how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But either way. There is hope for the Orioles, and there's excitement for the future, and you're going to find all that in Section 336 uh, throughout the offseason. You just got to let us deal with it. I said on Twitter today, I said, we're doing the podcast after this game, good or bad, our emotions are going to be filled with this episode. Yeah, I know. I saw that tweet, and one of the reasons why I felt like I couldn't cancel this after watching that business performance. I, I know. It was, it was already tweeted out, so I had to come I Trust me. I told Kelly I don't feel like doing the podcast. Yeah. And I, I think I if you're listening to this, if you're, li I think you're sick because you just saw the Orioles lose, and now you want to come here and hear more about it. I think you're I, a sicko if you listen to this episode. 
Yeah, but I feel like we needed to do it tonight because I need to get all these bad feelings out so all that right. I can focus on good feelings next week. All right. All right. We'll see. All, all right. right. We'll see next week. All right. All right. In the meantime, you know, do all the things we tell you to do. Twitter, iTunes, reviews, Apple Podcasts. Yep. Do all that. Commiserate with us. Yep. You can follow us on Twitter. My handle is at section336. We call Josh. At Josh Shiroka. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. As always, go O's. <laughs>